everybody. Welcome to Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. I am Betsy Thompson and so excited. Back with me again, Stuart Rothberg. Thank you, Betsy. Yay, y'all. We love when Stuart comes and hangs out at Table Talk. Thank you for coming back. Me too. This Yet is fun. again. I know we have a good time. It is we have good. lots of fun chatting. Hey, also, <coughs> happy 2024. We're into 2024. By God's grace, we made it. It's amazing. New year. New year, which is exciting. There's things you look forward to. There's things you wonder about. Are you excited or tired? Both. Yeah, me too. I think you can hold, I mean, I think we have to hold both because I think if I only was tired, then that would be really exhausting. <laughs> yes, indeed. So excited too. You know, there's always, I think we always can find something to look forward to. Yes. There's always something out there. The Lord's mercies are new every morning. Every That's morning. what we have to look forward to. That's right. To. It's, a, it's a good thing. So I think 2024, it's going to be what it's going to be. And we can choose to see it as good and positive yes. so i'm choosing the sovereignty that. of god yes is one of my favorite attributes of god isn't it nice he's in control yes of all that's gonna come our way in 2024 that's where trusting him and the peace that comes with that is such a blessing because you yes. go he's in control mm -hmm. it's good stuff hey and one of the things we are excited about in 2024 oh i know where you're going what we have a pastor. We have a pastor. We don't just have a pastor. That's right. We have a really neat. We have a really good pastor. We have a really good one. I think it's going to be neat. People have asked me, and I'm sure have asked you, because you and I have both gotten to just talk with him a little bit, you more than I. Um, what do you think? They'll be like, what do you really think? And I love getting to look at people and go, seems like a really normal, cool guy. Yes. <laughs> I said, and I think that's one of the nicest things. And in today's day and age, being normal is yeah, a virtue. I mean, like, that's a deal. Well, I mean, because there's so many um, unusual folks yes. in leadership. Yes. Uh, this person is normal. He seems just real. Very refreshing. Down to earth. Yes. Normal. And he is one of those that I haven't seen him struggle to talk to anybody. He's a people person. He's a people guy. Shouldn't a pastor be a people it's person? It's very sweet. It's nice when a pastor likes people. Yeah, it's very nice. And, he, and you know what kind of people he likes? All kinds. Everybody. Yeah. So that's really good for us because we're a multi-generational family. got all the people. Family, yes. And that's his inclination. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was super encouraging the day that he was here preaching that before service, in between service, after service, he's just hanging out. In the lobby, wanting to go talk, wanting to see people. He was like, wait, why? Are, let's, when do I get to go out there? And I was like, that's yes. a really cool really wonderful. thing to get to see. Well, folks want to so. know their pastor. Yeah, and sure. And they're going to be able to do so. Yeah, I think it's going to be really neat. So, so he's normal, but here's the thing where he's abnormal. What? He's abnormally tall. He's really tall. <laughs> I'm troubled by that. <laughs> Is it just because it's not your strength? Oh, you had to point that out. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> well, that's obvious. Yeah. I'm not going to stand too close to him. Right? From mm -hmm. a distance. Yeah. From a di it is funny because when he's walking around, people will go, who knew he was so tall? Like, he's very tall. <laughs> he's very tall. Yes. So, well, the other thing I was going to say is he will be here preaching yes. Sunday, January 21st. That's the plan at that present. Is, that is the plan. We know that hopefully that is when it will be kind of his first Sunday to start getting in the pulpit. So Aren't we're excited about that. are you anxious to see how he's going to, what he's going to start yes, with me. on very, the 21st? Very. He's a student of the word. He is. And he's going to feed us. Listen, I'm a planner. I love a plan. I mean, you hold them loosely, right? But I love a plan. And I think one of the things I heard him say somewhere in all of his interviews and things sharing with us was he likes to plan his preaching 
very far out. He's not a... For the year. Yeah. He's not like a Thursday. What do we do Sunday? No. Like he's going to... And no. I love that because then I feel like there's... You can get teeth into that. You could... As a body. No question. And be purposeful and, and with it. And you know what facilitates his planning? He preaches generally through books of the right. Bible. So wherever he left off one week, he will pick up the next yes. week. So that facilitates yeah. your annual that's planning. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So I think it's going to be really neat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am excited. That's one thing. Very excited to see how that's going to You know what else he go. has a heart for? Lost people yeah. coming to know the Lord. That's going to be a real help to us. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Give us impetus to be great commissioned people. Yeah. We are. We are. But we need to be encouraged in doing yeah. that, especially in today's day and yeah. age. And it's going to be really neat. <laughs> it's going to be fun to have him here. So be here, if you can, January 21st to help welcome in our new pastor. Yes. Yes. Very fun. Exciting. It's good. Thank you for being part of the search team. Oh, my. Doing the work, putting in all of the, privilege. it was a lot. You know, the, uh, a great job. the search team was put together, Betsy, by the personnel team and the team on teams. Mm-hmm. That's how things work around here. And uh, it was made up of diverse people. And I must tell you, at the first meeting, I, I wondered how it would work because everyone is so different. Mm-hmm. Well, it was really a God thing, and God blessed the personnel team and team on teams yeah. because the team that was put together was so complementary. Yeah. It worked together so wonderfully well. We prayed, we fasted, we got to know yeah. each other. In fact, though we're excited that the process is over, we're a little disappointed because yes. we enjoyed so much meeting with one another right. Sunday after Sunday. Yeah, and you build those relationships with mm-hmm. people. It's a neat group of people. Yes. Really, really cool. Great group. team. Really good group. Lou um, Wilbanks was the leader. Yes. None He's better. okay. Oh, really? You think so? <laughs> no, you real. just cut off your supply of Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. gift certificates. <laughs> no, Luke's, Luke's Oh, amazing. he was masterful. Yeah. He, he is very blessed and uses his talents in mm-hmm. such purposeful ways. Yes. He loves really, the really Lord. Nice. He does. Lives for the Lord. Yeah. Really blessed yeah. our team. Yeah. Cool guy. Y'all yeah. had a really fun team. Y'all, mm-hmm. they're a really great group of people. It's great. So we're excited for that. Yes. Now, um... So I wanted us to just kind of, yay, it's 2024, Pastor Levi's coming. Yes. But then also, I really wanted you to come, hard turn, um, I wanted us to really revisit Israel. Oh, yeah. And you and I had such great conversations in 2023 about what was going on with Israel. Um, I wanted us, I invited you to come back because I wanted us to talk about it again because um, it hadn't just stopped. It hadn't just yeah. ended. There is still much going on right now. Yes. And um, I wanted us to talk about that. And so first, just um, over the holidays in the last month or so, uh, what can you tell us about what's going on? How have things been? What's kind of the state of what's happening over there? Uh, thanks, Betsy, yeah. for setting this up uh, again, because things have changed. Yes. They're evolving. I would say not in a good direction. At the risk of being overly dramatic, I think we could be on the verge of World War III. Mm. That's a really extreme statement yeah. to make, but I I think there's some basis for it. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to happen, right. but it really could. So um, all kinds of things are happening that are obligating the nations to get in involved yeah. all around this little piece of real estate the size of it's been so interesting because i've seen on social media and the news and stuff pictures of here's all of the land and then here's israel dinky little israel it is amazing when yeah, you really yeah. do take a step back and look at it the amount of land um, it is of course the scriptures talk about yeah. this that as we draw to the last days 
um, Israel will be the focal point of of the world. So interesting. And it is. Yeah. So um, the the nations of the world are turning against Israel. Not, not all to the same extent. I'm very grateful for the support our country yeah. continues to give to uh, Israel uh, and other uh, of mm-hmm. Israel's allies, Great Britain and others. And yet even there, you can see fissures in the relationship. So um, um, Colombia, Colombia's president just yesterday condemned Israel for mm-hmm. genocide. And um, the Houthis, which is an unusual group uh, located in Yemen, are starting to cause trouble in the Red Sea. Mm. Now, that's a a, commer- a passageway for commerce. Right. And so there have been drone attacks on British vessels and American mm. vessels, which are now obligating both countries to have more of a presence there. The Houthis are Iran-supported. You know, we, we talk about terrorism and Iran's proxies. This is another I- Iranian proxy okay. located in Yemen, uh, but supplied by I- Iran. Mm. And then just yesterday, there was an explosion. Two bombs went off in Iran. Over 100 Iranian people were killed. Mm. It was a, a, an observance commemorating the fourth anniversary of the murder of uh, an Iranian general who was... Uh, a pretty wicked man. And so followers came out to pay respects to him and bombs went off. Uh, they, they can't make a specific attribution yet. They don't know who's done this. Of course, mm-hmm. the Iranians believe, maybe rightly, I don't know this, that it was done by the Israeli Mossad, which is a secret service agency. Oh, wow. Israel is denying it. Of course, I really doubt it's an Israeli effort, to tell you the truth. It actually could be an ISIS kind of an effort to stir things right. up. Well, uh, who, whoever did this, uh, they're succeeding in stirring things yeah. up because now Iran and Hezbollah, which is a terror group in Lebanon, are vowing revenge and retaliation. What does this mean? Does this mean assassination of Israelis or uh, or of uh Americans, uh, th- this jihad um, uh, uprising philosophy, I think we're going to have to accept the fact that it is coming to our borders. Yeah. And we've felt uh, reasonably safe um, over the years because these things are happening thousands of miles away. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to be closer to home now. Mm-hmm. Now, we can see this of late when you see the pro-Hamas um, uh, support mm. in major cities in the country, mm-hmm. New York, Chicago, and all the rest, and in our universities. Yeah. It's a little surprising to me. Not that people wouldn't be entirely supportive of Israel, right. but that they would be supportive of Hamas after the atrocities they committed on October 7th shows me our country has been... Um, well, I'll use the word infiltrated mm. and increasingly inundated by an anti-Israel, anti-American, frankly, radical Islamic philosophy, uh, which I think inevitably will take advantage of terror cells, I'm sure, are already in our country. Right. How did they get here? 
Well, the way thousands are getting here through the southern border. Mm -hmm. Now, very needy people are coming and others are coming with uh, an agenda that is not in our best interests at all. So I think what's happening is going to have worldwide Mm -hmm. implications, uh, frankly, in this next year. Gosh. So that's that's a problematic. It's a lot. It is. It is. It is still one of those where I will stop and just go. Why do people care so much about Israel? Yeah. You know, you go, why do all of these like and then you go, well, it's it's scripture. So simple answer. um, And it's worth pondering. Um, uh, Whomever God chooses will be targeted by Satan. Yeah. You are. Mm-hmm. You, uh, I know you accepted Christ, mm-hmm. but he stirred you up. He had his eye on you yeah. before you responded to him. In fact, you would not be able to respond to him if he didn't go before and stir you up mm-hmm. and convict you of sin and sure. judgment and righteousness. So in a sense, he elected you. Uh, you had to respond. I don't know how the two work together. That's a subject right. for another day. Yeah. But uh, th- we're called spiritually dead apart from Christ. Mm-hmm. There's no way a dead person could respond to the message of salvation mm-hmm. unless in some way God enables it and quickens our spirits. Well, anyway, that's what he did with you. Therefore, at the moment you accepted Christ, uh, you became a target of the yeah. evil one. So those individually elected unto salvation are targeted. And Israel corporately elected to have to be uh, God's covenant people are absolutely a target of Satan's yeah. venomous um, interest. And I mentioned in one of our prior sessions, the reason is if Satan can dispose of Israel, he can prove God to be a liar who will not fulfill his promises to right. Israel. And therefore, Betsy, what makes you think he'll fulfill his promises right. to you? So unless we interpret all that's happening through a spiritual lens, we're going to miss it. If yeah. we think it's geopolitical, and that's what the power brokers of the world are doing, therefore they can't come up with a viable solution. Right. Two-state solution is not going to work. Now, what do you do with the 2.3 million residents of Gaza right. when the war subsides? And it will eventually. Yeah. Hamas will be dealt with and things will be somewhat peaceful. Mm. Well, then what, how do you answer the question? What happens to the Gazans uh, at, at this point? Right. Well, there's all, I, I read an article today where there's some negotiation with Congo to invite uh, the residents of Gaza to move there wow. voluntarily. Wow. I think extreme, outlandish, wow. unworkable, unreasonable, right. untenable. This is this is the best kind of thing the world can come yeah. up with. Um, there's some talk about an international governance to take place in Gaza. Mm-hmm. In fact, Tony Blair, one time uh, leader of uh, England. Yes. Um, his name has been thrown, he denies it, his name has been thrown into the discussion about possibly leading an international governing committee. Wow. It's not workable. Uh, others want Mahmoud Abbas. He's the leader of another Palestinian faction called Fatah. They think that, uh, 
he would be a fit leader for Gaza. He is yet even to condemn Hamas atrocities. He's a very corrupt man. The Palestinian people under his governments have been terribly victimized, mm-hmm. an astoundingly corrupt government. He's not a viable, Israel will never allow for that to happen. Yeah. So isn't it interesting that the wise men and women of the world can't come up with a solution right. because they're thinking in geopolitical terms, not spiritual terms. There's a savior and the same book that told us about the savior told us about Satan. They're at odds with one another. Savior has already won. But Satan continues to do his work. And if he can drive Israel into the sea, uh, then he can prove God to be a liar. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're going through Ezekiel in our Connect Group class, Mm -hmm. our Bible study class on Sundays. If you don't see God's eternal covenant and promise of restoration with wayward Israel in the chapters of Ezekiel clearly stated, well, then you're reading a different Ezekiel than I am. Well, Satan read it, and he knows God has uh, restoration in mind, even for unrepentant Israel at this point. And therefore, if he can get rid of Israel so that those things can't be fulfilled, then he can say to you and me, what makes us think he'll fulfill his promise right. of eternal yeah. salvation to to us. So that's really what's what's happening. That's why in the Hamas charter, by the way, the Hamas charter came about in the um, 80s. The opening statement you can check check this out. I'm not making this up. The opening statement of the Hamas Charter is a blatant statement with regard to the entire eradication of Israel. Talk about genocide. Mm-hmm. Kill the Jews. Uh, th- this is what Islam teaches. That That's what they say. Uh, uh, I don't agree with that, but that's what the Hamas Charter states. So this idea of a two-state solution <laughs> is crazy. It's not workable when someone doesn't even recognize your right to exist. And live, yeah. So what we're going to see is that the world community and all of its wise leaders are not going to be able to fix this. Sure. And it will not be fixed until the Prince of Peace, Jesus, returns. So, I mean, I know you don't know the future. None of us do. But just looking at things, because this has always been, Israel's forever been an issue, right? We talked about that before, the different things that have gone on there. Um, do we look at it and go, okay, this is something that's going to calm down, but it's not going to go away. It's not going to be fixed. It's, there's not going to be a resolution until Jesus comes. Yes. It's just going to calm down. Or are you looking at it going, I don't know that this will calm down. So that's really good. Uh, I, I, and again, I think this will calm Stewart doesn't down. know what's going to happen. I'm just asking your opinion. Well, yeah. and, and it is an opinion. I, I, I think this will calm down in the sense um, that what's presently occupying our attention mm-hmm. will come to an end. Israel's um, efforts to demilitarize um, Gaza by dealing with the tunnels and right. the terrorists that will that will come to an end. Okay, and we may have a window of relative peace. Okay, maybe yeah. where tourism starts again, and right? People get back to work and all that kind of stuff. But I I think we're already on a fast track towards the. Uh, Last days of the last days. Mm-hmm. I'm not a date setter by no means, right. but things are happening yeah. uh, now uh, to such extent that um, 
Yeah, I think we should buckle up and prepare for uh, worldwide cataclysm preceding the return of the Lord. Um, Mm. uh, Folks, you should read Psalm 83. It's very interesting. Some people are associating Psalm 83 with the events of today. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's accurate, uh, except to say what you're reading about in Psalm 83 um, um, is, is hinted at by the events of today. But I think what we're seeing uh, today is is just the precursor of some real, real um, worldwide rebellion against God. It's already happening yeah. uh, quite a bit. And worldwide uh, antagonism and turning against Israel. So I would recommend if you want to read some good Bible stuff on the day you that you start in Ezekiel um, let's say 36 to the end. Okay. To 48. Okay. And you will see wow. uh, what's happening today. That's amazing. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to ask you is, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, we all see this happening through TV screens, through articles, things like that, on, on social media. We're not there. Yeah. You said it's thousands of miles away, and we see it thousands. So I can go about my day and not think or see what's happening over there. Yeah. Um, being a believer in America, what would you say, how do I respond to what's going over there? What Should I be looking into it every day? Should I be researching it? Should, I mean, like, and can people have their interests, which is fine. But just on a normal scale, I'm taking care of my kids. I'm cooking dinner. I'm going to work. I'm going about, I'm going to church on Sunday mornings and we're not talking about it all the time. So where is that balance of, we should be focused on it so much versus I should be praying about it versus I need to trust the Lord. Kind of that span of where should we be? How much should we be thinking about this? Yeah. What a great question. Betsy, and of course, I'm not the final word on this because I wrestle with this just as, yeah, as sure. you do. To, to what extent should we be involved? What yeah. should we be? So just some thoughts. Um, one thing I think we should be being prepared to do is to speak truth to lies. Mm. Um, so Israel is going to win the military engagement in Hamas. Um, that's easy. But they are losing in a horrific way. Uh, the battle for world opinion mm. and journalistic accuracy. So, uh, I mean, even Bernie Sanders, himself a Jew, <laughs> made the statement the other day that Israel should be by the United States entirely defunded, entirely de- wow. defunded. Um, and uh, because he's accusing Israel of disproportionate reaction to the people in Gaza and genocidal intentions and so mm. on. You don't even know where to begin. This is non, these are non-factual mm. conclusions that he and others like him are coming <laughs> to. So I think we have a responsibility um, to speak truth to lies. In order to do that, yes, we have to be up on what's happening, right. which, which implies we have to go to the right sources of yes. information. We spoke about this in a prior session. I don't think CNN and NBC and uh, Al Jazeera are are accurate sources of, of, of information. Uh, I mentioned two, and uh, I'll mention them again. One is called All Israel News. 
uh, it's it's a news agency headed by Joel Rosenberg. A lot of um, folks watching will be familiar with him because he's a gifted writer and mm. sort of historical fiction, Joel Rosenberg. Anyway, All Israel News is a very objective, journalistically accurate uh, source of information. And you can sign up for daily updates on things. There's no charge for it. Mm-hmm. And then the second source of information is produced by our friend Moran Rosenblatt, who we are well acquainted with. Uh, he's the executive director of Hope for Israel and uh, up to his, uh, what's the expression, up to his neck in yeah. efforts to relieve agony in Israel mm-hmm. at present. He produces a uh, a report, a news report every single day. Mm. You can find it on his website, Hope for Israel. It also is without uh, charge. And then he gives prayer pointers, which are very specific, for instance. Anyway, so yes, I think we have a responsibility to speak truth to lies. And in order to do so, we have to know the truth. truth. So we have to go to good uh, sources. Then the second thing is to pray intelligently and specifically. For instance... We all are acquainted with PTSD Mm -hmm. uh, for various reasons here. Imagine a whole nation subject to it. That's what's happening. So the terrible things that were done to ladies and children on October 7th and now as being reported by freed hostages, um, from a human point of view, will leave them forever traumatized. From a human point of view, they're never going to get over this. But then multiply by what's happening to the entire population. A hundred thousand residents of northern Israel are not in their homes because of Hezbollah bombing. Uh, And then residents in the south where all these terrible things happened on October 7th, they have vacated as well. Who knows when or if they'll ever be able to go back. And more and more Israeli soldiers are being killed. Uh, well over 500 now, I think close to 600. Um, and that's a lot in, in proportion to the general right. populace in Israel. So the whole country is affected by one form of PTSD or an, mm-hmm. another. Secondly, the war is crippling Israel's economy. Mm-hmm. It's largely agrarian, agricultural. Well, you can't, you can't work the fields oh. when you're being called up to serve in the military. Yeah. Also, uh, Israel is, uh, is, has done all kinds of bombing of Gaza terror sites in advance of its troops going in and is using its munitions now, but its munitions uh, supply is sorely going down. Uh, It's just something I hadn't thought about. And therefore, uh, they really need the United States to continue to be supportive and to supply munitions Mm -hmm. if Israel, in fact, is the United States' number one ally. So I think we have a responsibility to pray specifically, and the PTSD thing is one thing, the economy is another thing, and I find out about these things not being in Israel by going to these good sources of information. And then the second thing, if I could just repeat it again, is to speak light into darkness, truth to lies, which means we have to be kind of up on things, it seems to me. So as far as being so immersed in what's happening there that it's um, actually quenching the spirit of hope and in us and robbing us of peace, 
things, mm-hmm. I think that's a problem. You can be a little too invested. Right. So balance is called for. And then the, the other thing it seems to me is notice God's response to Israel and Scripture. Yeah. It will shape our response mm-hmm. to modern-day Israel because we want to be on his side of right. things. So be a little more alert uh, um, with intentionality to mention of Israel in the Bible. It's a shame to even say we have to intentionally and purposefully try to do that, but we do, and I'll tell you why. Because over the years, and this seems to be picking up steam, many interpreters of the Bible are uh, doing something, uh, they're allegorizing scripture. So for instance, the Israel mentioned in places like Ezekiel is now said to be the church. So everything said of Israel no longer refers to Israel. That is very serious tampering with the plain meaning of Scripture. So uh, as a result, uh, frankly, in a lot of preaching and teaching today, when Israel is mentioned, uh, the preacher or teacher jumps over its uh, Hmm. primary application to Israel and brings it to the church. Now, there is that application, but you can't jump over the intended audience and bring it to a secondary audience and still be true to the true to the text. So the church is some calls the church the new Israel in the New Testament. I dare you show me one time when Israel is mentioned when it isn't clearly distinguished from the church. Yeah. Show me one time where Israel is mentioned in the New Testament isn't a reference to ethnic Israel in contrast to the church. No, I didn't say God doesn't have wonderful promises for the church. Of course sure. we do. Members of the church are grafted in, it says in Romans, to who? The rich root of the olive tree. That's Israel. Mm. So the graphites, <laughs> if I could use yes. uh, that uh, kind of somewhat humorous word, um, need not be so ag- arrogant and say, yeah. well, God got rid of them to implant me into the rich root of the olive tree. In fact, Paul himself in Romans 11 says, don't be so arrogant, because if, if he plucked out some of the natural branches, he can surely pluck out you the wild branches. Yeah. So there's been an increasing incidence of arrogance in the mm. church with reference to Israel uh, suggesting uh, we, the church, are far better. And so mm-hmm. God got rid of them and chose us instead. No, we're not so hot. We're just saved by grace, yeah. just as the scriptures say Israel one day will be. And all Israel will be saved. Yeah. So I think our responsibility as American Christians is uh, to remain supportive of Israel to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and to look very much forward to Israel's restoration. That's what the scriptures say. Yeah. I think that's really good. And I think there is that piece of, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I think it is totally okay for me to pray for all of the people. Yes for the Palestinians, for the people in Gaza, for the Iranians. I mean, all, you know, I mean, I don't think we have to go, well, I can only pray for Israel. No, 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 no. no. You know, it's, there is that part where you go, no, I'm going to pray for every, because they're all suffering. Yes. And you and I talked about this a little bit uh, last time when we, when we chatted, none of them chose to be born there in this time, in this season. 
we have to trust that God's in complete control yes. of that part. Um, and so, man, just praying for all of them, you know, because gosh, if some of these uh, terror cells came to know Jesus, guess what? There are notable reports. You know, I mean, it's uh, like... On a positive note, yeah, that's kind of happening. And Palestinian leaders in the Christian community are reporting uh, more that's openness cool. and interest in hearing about Jesus yeah. uh, uh, amongst the Palestinian people. So you make such a good point. Yeah. We want to be supportive of Israel, but not to the exclusion of that's other right. people. And for this reason, God desires for none to perish, but for all to be saved. He is no respecter of persons, and we must not be either. Yeah. As a Jew, my appeal simply would be, but don't leave us out. That's right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole thing is being able to go, no, it's, you, it's all of it. Yes. You know, it's all of it. And just praying that God's will will continue to be done in that place. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it is. I think so often we feel like we have to choose. No, and we, in fact, we, we we have the luxury of not having to. Yes, and our, it is a luxury. Our agenda, again, is not geopolitical. That's right. Ours is, uh, to use the term cell, uh, theologians use, is salvific, the salvation of all people right. groups. People and no soul is worth more than any other. Amen. I love that. Uh, kind of last thing, travel to Israel Yes. right now. Tons of people travel to Israel every yes. single year. Um, and I just don't know. Is that completely shut down right now? So the, the tourism is completely okay. shut down. However, yeah. an increasing number, primarily of Christian aid workers, are making their way to Israel okay. Okay. in order to serve in various capacities. And they're, they're able to with various agencies yeah. and organizations. That's, That's happening. That, that is good to know. That is good yeah. to know that people are able to do that. Um, know that I am praying for you. Because you kind of, at least here at Sagemont, you're kind of the guy people go to to ask these questions. And I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm privileged. And this and is we're my church so family. Thankful. I would like to be a resource. Yeah. As 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 we all as ministers here want to be. Absolutely. And you're so gracious to do it. And um, I so appreciate you. You're your, gracious to have set these table talks up. They're fun. This was your idea. I love it. It's a blessing to me. That's for sure. It's fun. But thank you for always being willing to come. You, I need to have you on one day just to like talk about balloons or bubble gum or something. I don't know what we would talk Wouldn't about. Green nice. kids. I don't know something because I feel something like every time frivolous. I'm always like, Stuart, we really need to talk about <laughs> this thing. Balloons so, and what? Bubble gum. Holy Toledo. I don't know. Things that fill with air. It would be good to be so superficial. To just be able to... <laughs> Talk about whatever would be great. <laughs> Balloons and bubblegum. Balloons and bubblegum. No, oh, I like I that. Don't know. That's yeah. excellent. That's, that could be the next time, y'all. Next time Stuart comes. Thank you, Betsy, for letting me. I appreciate it. Speak to a. I appreciate it so much. Subject that's important. It is. I think it is extremely important, and we don't want to breeze over it. We want to be purposeful to yes. see what's happening. So thank you for coming. I very and our church, I'm, I, I would like to say, is very, very supportive of Israel and great commission efforts to extend yeah. the gospel to all people groups. Amen. That is truth. That is truth. We're doing that. I love it. Thanks for hanging out. 
Appreciate it, y'all. Thanks for spending time with us today. I hope you enjoyed this. If you have questions, if you have other things, I know Stuart would love to chat with you. Maybe not on Sunday morning in the hallway. (laughs) Send an email, set up a meeting, take him to lunch. Um, And then he would answer all the questions. (laughs) But uh, if you have more, if you're curious about things or just want to dig more into it, I know Stuart would love to do that with you. So thanks for hanging out with us today, and we will see you next time on Table Talk. Thank you.